Hello and welcome to the MVR podcast number nine. I'm Rachel Elmer. And I'm Peter Jacob. And today we are talking about only parenting. Peter, do you want to start? Okay. Well, um, the idea for this topic arose um, from uh, an earlier conversation we had about a client of yours, a parent uh, who sat in your session and said she feels a bit like a fraud because her son isn't violent and doesn't really show destructive behavior. Um, There are things that he does that upset her, that uh, bother her a lot and get her very angry. Um, But from what I understood from our conversation, this, this boy doesn't actually show behavior that is outright harmful. So I guess the question arises from that, to my mind, is are we still in the realm of NVR here? Yeah, that was my question. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I was wondering, what, what, what are your thoughts on that? I think it's really interesting how uh, as the sessions are passing by with the, the, the clients is that there is less conversations about his harmful behaviours um, there is a tendency of some controlling behaviours, but in my experience, much lower level than than some of the other um, clients that I've worked with, where there's been high levels of control um, and very damaging the relationship between parent and child. Um, this doesn't appear to be so, and I felt the mother's, uh, I suppose, confusion about engaging these sessions with me when her son isn't being violent outrightly violent and property damage I would say would be stomping up the stairs banging doors um but 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 less less destructive less harmful very less all all things that we would probably expect from a teenage boy or girl for that matter yeah, developmental stages of teenage life. Um, my own experiences of being a mother to two daughters who have gone past those teenage years. Yeah, I hate the word normal because what is normal? But yeah, ordinary, Ex- ordinary expectations of ordinary developmental stages. Mm. So, um, uh, a teenage boys stomping up the stairs, maybe slamming a door, is hardly if it's not in a context of overall aggression and violence is it's hardly harmful but nonetheless it can be upsetting unpleasant unpleasant troubling um we wouldn't want to coach parents in that situation um to resist using all the methods of nonviolent resistance, I would think. We wouldn't want them to set up a campaign of concern. Uh, We certainly 
would think it would be totally disproportionate to carry out a sit-in, mm-hmm. or to go on parent strike in some way or the other. In these circumstances, doing those things, I think, would rupture the relationship. It mm-hmm. would push parent and child apart from each other mm-hmm. rather than help them connect. But I guess the question is, does that mean NVR has nothing to offer? Uh, or is there something in NVR that, that could be helpful here to the family? And it makes me think of um, new authority. You know, Jaime Omer um, has come to understand that in the practice of NVR, we develop a different kind of authority, which is quite different from traditional forms of authority. Mm. And that this new parental authority, parts of which have probably been around for thousands of years, um, that this new kind of authority can probably inform parenting across the board whether or not we're dealing with very serious, aggressive and controlling behavior. Yeah, which which brings us on to that title, Only Parenting. Yeah. There's been a lot of focus in this work around not utilizing all of the MVR elements, but, but focusing on reconciling and increasing presence, parental authority. Yeah. And... Um, some harmonizing yeah some connections hmm. i guess i guess most parents have at times or do at times escalate with their children um i certainly have you know i've i've raised three sons and i think they could attest to the fact that their dad has sometimes um stood in front of them and did his very best to win an argument. Have you, Peter? I yeah. haven't. I've never <laughs> argued with my kids. <laughs> You've never argued with your kids. Never. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess that brings us to the very idea of new authority, doesn't it? Um, can, can we win arguments? And is it desirable for a parent who faces ordinary challenges in their child's adolescence, you know, mm-hmm. to try to win an argument. I guess that that to me would be a key question around only parenting, about new authority in parenting. Yeah, and, and the winning of the argument, that stands very, for me, when I am thinking about a particular case, is really prominent that the parent wants to, and through uh, their own admittance, wants to win the argument um, and then then ends up finding themselves in a, in a symmetrical escalation. Yeah. Um, and, then, and then I guess then that's when things become more uncomfortable, um, but less violent. But yeah. yeah, wanting that desire to win. So I guess I guess in that situation where a parent is dealing with ordinary, teenage difficulties, 
because mm. teenagers will act in ways that are difficult because it's part of that developmental stage, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Where teenagers need to feel that they're self-determined in life, yet they're not always able to. That um, it, it becomes important to um, consider what, what does meaning an argument, what does winning an argument mean? What am I trying to achieve? I guess that to me is always the question. You know, why, why am I standing here in front of my son? Why am I saying yes, but? Why is my voice getting louder? What, what do I want to achieve? Because by the time my son or my daughter is an adolescent, they can storm out of the house. Mm. They can come home late, no matter what I do. Mm. They have that power. So what do I really want to achieve? And I guess what I want to achieve is to be able to give my child guidance so that my child who is seeking greater self-determination can have some support in making good choices and the right decisions. But yeah. in, order, in order for them to be able to do that, I need to influence them rather than winning the argument. Matt brings me on to that lovely conversation with parents around that influencing them imparting my wisdom is what I found myself doing with my girls through those years like setting them on the right path and then them resisting my maternal voice of guidance and trying to influence them and they want to go on their own path so then I'm unable to influence them making good choices and I you know I made a little note it all comes from a place of love mm -hmm. from parents who are wanting to help their children make good choices and to help them influence them in making good choices. I, I really recognize for myself and from clients I've worked with that it is coming from an absolute place of love. Yeah. You, you just said resisting your motherly or parental voice of guidance. Did you mean your motherly voice of control? Resisting? Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I was for a moment. Yeah. So, how did you seek to influence your daughters rather than control them? Ah, uh, I think just changing tact, recognizing that what my my input was unhelpful. It wasn't being received in the way that it was intended taking a step back, utilising some silence and space between me and the girls. Okay, so yeah. the first, it sounds like what you're just describing is the first step. So it was realising that what you were doing, the way you were going about it, simply does not lead to what you aim to achieve. No. And then you step back, you stop doing what you're doing, there's some silence. Mm. Silence doesn't feel like angry, aggressive silence. It doesn't no. feel like um, rejecting silence. It doesn't necessarily even feel like hurt silence. It feels more like calming silence. Yeah. Yeah. 
you to think about what you want? Yeah, no hostility within that. There's no, uh, not a passive aggressive position. Just yeah. let's let's create some calm. Let's create some space in self, in me first, ultimately. Okay, to give yourself space. Yeah. So it, it's working with yourself as a parent. Totally, yeah. And I, mean, I know that self-care is bandied about a lot, but perhaps it, that is an act of self-care, isn't it? To give myself space just to calm down. I don't have to win the argument. I don't want to carry on going about it in the way that I have been because it doesn't achieve the desired results. I need some time for myself to regulate myself and then perhaps to think things through. Is that right? And followed up with a really lovely thought of, is this the parent that I committed to? Is this the parent I want to be? Okay. So to get in touch with yeah. the parent you want to be, so mm. to get in touch with your values as a parent and your, your, your self concept. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm still curious and it, it's a shame we don't have your daughters here. <laughs> how how would you then get to the point of influencing them in a constructive way of of giving guidance rather than seeking to control? Just, I think just in some questioning, asking more questions. Yeah, what might you think would be good? You know, whatever it might be. I've got two daughters who are complete chalk and cheese. One demands lots of my attention and one less so. Uh -huh. The one that demands my attention is the one that needs me to find the solution for her. So, but you said that you would ask her questions. What, what, yeah. what is the sort of question that you would have asked? Well, what, what might be the outcome if you choose that option? What could be the outcome mm -hmm. if you choose another option? Mm -hmm. what, what one do you like the best? What fits for you? Given some ownership for her to make that decision, I think, was my... I mean, she doesn't live with me now, so... Yeah. But. And so it reminds me of what uh, family therapists do all the time, which is operate with questions. Mm. Questions mm. are the, um, the standard tool of, of family therapists. Mm. Here in parenting, you ended up providing guidance in a way that is quite similar to mm. what a family therapist would do. So that's that's really uh, very helpful, I think, in understanding or, or developing an understanding of what new authority can mean. Mm. And I, I was just thinking of... Um, uh, family I'm working with currently and I guess we started out in the realm of NVR because their child was showing very dangerous highly aggressive harmful behaviors mm -hmm. but things have changed and he will now still, in in certain situations, uh, say things to his mother, such as, oh, shut up. Yeah. And that's not pleasant. 
It's not something that as a parent you would perhaps just ignore if that happens a lot. But on the other hand, again, it's not outright harmful. Mm. Not the material of nonviolent resistance in its in its you know very involved form. It's mm. more they've moved into the realm of normal parenting and what this mother told me without us having even discussed this in any session she just told me what she has learned to do is to strike the iron when it's cold mm. learned that from nvr um but to bring it up later the next day and she's found that she's able to engage in dialogue with her son so in the car She's also found that that's a very good way of engaging adolescent boys in dialogue. You do that in the car where there's not too much eye contact and um, you know that the, the journey will be over soon enough so mm -hmm. that you're not committing him to an endless conversation. Yeah. She would just say to him, you know, um, I guess you were upset yesterday and so was I, um, but I'd like to tell you how it upsets me when you tell me to shut up. And she then um, told him something about her experience growing up and her older sibling telling her to shut up very powerfully and how that upset her and hurt her and silenced her. Mm -hmm. So she was sharing something of her own experience rather than telling him what to do. Of course, she didn't want him to continue telling her to shut up. Mm. But it was important to her that he should understand some of her own inner life. And I think in this way, she was engaging in dialogue with him. And she was then able to ask him, uh, what was it about for you when you told me to shut up? You, you must have been very upset. Yeah, cool. Yeah, no, it's just uh, I'm thinking it's sort of then moving into dialogue as part of just parenting. Ordinary. And I'm, yeah. That, that following up with that, because he's going to tell her to shut up again, isn't he? Hmm. This kid in in that in that kind of aggressive tone, and that she then shares a much shorter version hmm. of that, which is, I you know I have informed you, I don't like it when you speak to me that way. Yeah. That's it. She doesn't have to give that version every time. Yeah. But I think I think it's lovely that she can have an opportunity to explain to him and open up a dialogue should should he want to engage with him with her about that well yeah. I, I think she's uh, doing something very important she's tapping into his capacity to be empathic yeah. teenagers are not generally that empathic towards their parents at the best of times mm -hmm. uh, teenagers can be very empathic towards their peers. Mm. Um, yet she is tapping into that potential of his. 
and in a, in a sense empowering him rather than seeking to make him do anything you know maybe he can choose to do something differently maybe the next time shut up is on his tongue uh he might bite his tongue for that reason and learn to um treat a relationship with care which happens to be something that i value very much in my own life and um i i think i'm still learning you know mm. how do i treat a relationship with care and i think um operating with empathy is a really key part of that but also um enabling the other person to have empathy with me while i seek to have empathy with them mm. that is not just something that enhances um, a relationship between partners in life but also between parent and child no matter what the age yeah yeah and and while you were talking in summary i was thinking about a recent um incident with my youngest daughter telling me to shut up <laughs> and turn, <laughs> turn the music down i had some friends around and i was shouted that i should turn the music down and go to bed at half a <laughs> <laughs> and the feeling of being told off by your child you know, yeah your, yeah your 21 year old daughter um feeling very naughty <laughs> yeah. and also letting it go in the moment and apologizing for keeping her awake uh -huh, and uh -huh. preparing a response the next morning with a nice cup of tea uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, always these parents listening to uh, loud music with their mates and the young people not being able to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, but actually that, that caring in the relationship, you know, wanting to invest in a healthy relationship. Yeah. I think that's kind of a summary of, of the discussion really this afternoon. Yeah, yeah. There's more to parenting, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, should we should we just sort of take a minute or two to look back at what we've spoken about? Yeah, you've you've just offered a summary of taking care of the relationship. Maybe that's a that's a principle that um, underline that 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 uh, that that uh, is there at the basis of new authority mm. in ordinary parenting. You know that it's about taking care of the relationship. Maybe that's a question um, that parents could ask themselves, whatever the situation is, am I acting in a manner that takes care of the relationship? Yeah, that's a nice question. I, I, I like your summary. I guess what also stood out for me is the distinction between NVR that generates new authority hmm. but being there for harm for actual harmful behavior and new authority in a more general sense being applicable to ordinary relationships where we're not seeing massive harm being done but the ordinary conflicts of daily life where it can be 
an important ingredient to help improve family relationships. Yeah, yeah. No, totally. I think that's a really good summary. I don't have anything more to add. (laughs) Maybe this is a good point to finish our, our podcast for today. Okay, well, I have to say thank you for listening to our fortnightly podcast. Just as a note that we were discussing that um, it would be really nice to receive emails for any suggestions from our listeners um, for any topics that they may want to invite us to talk about. Those can be emailed through our info at partnershipprojectsuk.com email address um, and we would um, aim to respond to those. And um, today's podcast was about just parenting. Um, The next podcast will be about beyond parenting. Podcast number 10. Look forward to it. Thank you. Bye. Bye.